You've reached Intricity 101. Hey folks, this next clip is titled The Benefits of Data Masking. It comes from one of our videos that we did nine years ago, and it gets into data masking and the topic of data masking. It was still a very new topic to the market at the time, but it explained how data can become a risk if it gets shared with the wrong parties and the data is exposed. And so it gives you some scenarios that are really good for explaining data masking. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Jared Hillam. It seems like almost every week there's another major announcement about some organization being hacked and millions of sensitive personal records getting into the wrong hands. When I hear things like that on TV, I imagine some computer genius in his basement skillfully navigating the organization's maze of safety measures. But the sad part is, many data breaches happen without a whole lot of hacking skills at all. Rather, they're a result of internal organizational negligence. In other words, the organization inadvertently gives your data away. Let me share with you two scenarios on how this can occur, and then later we'll talk about ways to stave off those glaring vulnerabilities. In the first scenario, a disgruntled employee decides to access records for malicious purposes. Now, this is probably the most difficult scenario to combat, because all the employee has to do is log in and retrieve records they have access to. And all too often, this data also includes columns of data like social security numbers and credit card numbers. Like I mentioned before, without any real technical hacking, the employee can access sensitive information. We'll talk about some ways to stave off this type of attack a little later. The second scenario, however, is far more preventable, as it involves the organization literally giving your data away. Let me explain how. Imagine that an organization is launching a new integrated application that allows for a call center rep to pull up a customer record while they're talking on the phone. Now, since this is a large effort, much of the testing is happening through a Tier 1 services vendor offshore. One of the key requirements to accurately test this new application is to obtain data from the underlying production systems. Since the organization is working with a trusted partner, a production copy for testing purposes is made available to enable the development of the application. What the organization might not be aware of is that that trusted partner is partially made up of third-party contractors. And in this case, they don't necessarily have the customer or partner's best interest in mind. And the organization's data is literally given to these third parties with no strings attached. Now, these two scenarios may be made up, but get this. The Poneman Institute estimates that 88% of all security breaches involve insider negligence. So these types of scenarios happen all the time. Now, there's no silver bullet to data security, let's admit that. But I'd like to highlight two practices that every organization should be engaging in. These two practices will provide a safeguard against the internal vulnerabilities that I mentioned in this video. The first practice that I'd like to call out is something called dynamic data masking. This practice can help address the scenario of the disgruntled employee and other data breaches. You see, organizations have to strike a balance between data security and business enablement. Too much security and the business users are unable to make decisions and inform customers. Too much access opens up the organization to a data breach of sensitive records. Dynamic data masking delivers a balance. What it consists of is a proxy server in front of the production database. 
If you want to talk to that database, you have to go through the proxy server. What this proxy server is doing is checking if any sensitive columns have been requested. If you don't have the rights to see a column of data, it will still deliver the column, but it will change the content to keep it protected. The second practice that I'd like to share is called persistent data masking. This method helps us avoid the test data scenario that we shared. Making copies of production data is a very common practice. Testing against production copies is essentially how IT departments ensure they are successful in standing up applications. However, creating all these copies of production data creates an obvious risk of data breach. So in persistent data masking, we still deliver a copy of production, but in the columns that are sensitive, we apply different rules to those columns to randomize the records. This allows the various testing and development teams to continue their work without literally giving the data away. Data security will never not be an issue. It'll always be something we'll have to stay on top of. However, with some of these practices in place, we can at least avoid giving the data away. At Intricity, we partner with our customers to deliver actionable solutions to complex data problems. I recommend you visit our website and talk with one of our specialists. We can help you build a data strategy that keeps your data safe and your customers loyal. Thanks for catching Intricity 101. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you've got some stars to give, give us a solid five, and we'll catch you on the next podcast.